Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We're now two weeks away from the strangest Christmas any of us have probably ever experienced. Some of us are in total quarantine mode for 14 days to make sure that we can see our family safely. Some of us are in total panic mode for the two weeks left to organize Christmas dinners and Zoom parties and gifts. Some of us are grieving the incredible toll that this virus has taken on us personally or just on the world as a whole. Some of us are just happy we don't have to sit through a tense family gathering this Christmas. And in the midst of gestures broadly, when honestly the only reason we can remember what week it is is from these Advent wreaths, we find ourselves face to face with the pink candle of joy and wondering just how on earth we can be expected to feel any kind of Christmas spirit this year. I think a lot of times when we hear the Annunciation story, it comes off as this heartwarming Hallmark movie where a kindly angel gently approaches Mary and tells her she'll have a baby. And she's perfectly accepting and demure and holy and stuff. And then, of course, the pastor has to remind you that she was a teenager. And so, of course, wouldn't she have been so scared? And isn't it lovely that her cousin Elizabeth happened to be pregnant, too? And they could hang out together and have family pregnant time together and whatever. And, and then the movie ends with... Mary coming to Elizabeth and embracing her. There's intrauterine baby bonding and a nice song about how God is good and creates nice, warm, fuzzy feelings for all of us. Oh, and by the way, in the post-credits scene, Joseph does realize that he's actually cool with everything. In case you were wondering what happened with the story that's not actually in Luke's gospel. Here's the thing, that's a great movie. It gives you that homey fairy tale Christmas vibe. The one you probably picture when you picture Christmas. And, and probably not just because all the commercials are trying to sell you that picture. But it really is a fairy tale. Which means that it is true in the best of times. In the worst of times, sometimes it feels like a bad joke. And 
maybe these aren't the worst of times for you, or maybe they are. But I doubt this year is a fairy tale Christmas for many of us. Which I actually think makes this story of the Annunciation all the more poignant. I mean, the Hallmark version talks about how lovely it is that Mary had so many family there to support her, but imagine a peasant girl, barely a woman, turns out to be pregnant before she can marry her fiancé. Her ridiculous explanation involves something about an angel and God. But it's obvious to her community and to Joseph. She had an affair. It doesn't actually say this in Luke, but I kind of think the real reason Mary went to Elizabeth's house is that Elizabeth was the only family member who would actually take her in. We've been there. Family drama, big or small, that everyone needs to talk through, but no one wants to talk about. And it goes on for so long that the people who need the most support end up being the most hurt. Plus, it's oddly appropriate in this year of quarantines that even the mother of Jesus couldn't spend her Advent season with her whole family. And yet, despite everything, despite being cast out of her community, perhaps, or at least sort of shunned, despite the arguments and questions of whether Joseph was going to leave her, despite the fact that she's exhausted because she's pregnant and probably has morning sickness. Despite everything, the first words out of Mary's mouth when she arrives at Elizabeth's house are a song of joy about what God is doing in the world. It's easy to put pressure on ourselves, to feel the Christmas spirit at the right time, in the right way, every year. We have so many expectations of how this season is supposed to feel, and how the gatherings are supposed to go, and how we want the family time to feel and to look in the Facebook pictures. And it's hard not to blame ourselves when something goes awry, or something bad happens or we just feel a little sad. And even when we feel like we're checking all the boxes, it can be hard to find any joy in the Christmas rush and the pressure and the capitalism. Add a pandemic to that, and it's no wonder if you're having a little trouble singing joy to the world this year. That's why I think this story is good news. It would be easy for me to sit here and say, okay, here's your homework for this week. Be joyful about Christmas because Jesus is great. And honestly, if you've ever been to church during Advent, you have probably heard some variation on that sermon. But what's powerful about Mary's song isn't that her life is going great and she's 
singing this lovely song of praise and thanks. What's powerful is that her life is kind of a disaster right now. But somehow, in the midst of all of it, she still has this powerful hope that God is working through it, or at least visible in the midst of it anyway. This isn't a joy that comes easily. It's a joy that requires work to find. It needs hope to sustain it. You have to fight for it. It's a, it's a joy that stares in the face of rejection and isolation and Roman oppression and sings anyway. We're stuck in quarantine, surrounded by despair and loss. We're exhaustedly awaiting our vaccine and we're tired of being isolated from the people we love. Even the introverts among us are realizing that sometimes people are nice to be around. <laughs> but there is still good news. The story of Advent is that we have a God who volunteers to take on a body and sit with us, be stuck here with us in the middle of quarantine. I mean, Roman-occupied Judah. And to a Jewish peasant isolated from most of her family, that sounds completely insane and wonderful. If you're having trouble finding the joy of the season this year, you're not alone. It's hard to be joyful when we feel isolated from our loved ones and we're exhausted by just trying to survive with our mental health sort of intact. And that's okay. Christmas doesn't have to be completely joyful all the time. It's okay to cut yourself some slack this year, especially, but even every year. And when you do have a little space, even if it's just those few moments before you pass out on your bed at night, leave yourself a little time to wonder. Think and wonder and imagine about this God that becomes human to share life with us. About this peasant girl who is treated like a queen by an angel of the Lord. About this commoner who gives birth to a king. And the overturning of the world that she sees around her into something new. Something like the kingdom of God. I've heard it said that the most vivid expression, the ultimate expression of hope, that things can genuinely get better 
that we can survive tragedy and loss and oppression and climate change and everything that scares us most. That the ultimate expression of that hope is to have a baby. To make the next generation. And maybe more than anything else, that's the point of Mary's story. When times are tough, that's when we most need to feel like there is a future worth living to. A future worth leaving behind us when we're gone. And more than that, we need to have a hope that's strong enough that we can actually act like there is a future worth living into and leaving behind us. And maybe for you that is having a baby. <laughs> but maybe it's something simpler. Maybe it's saving up for a vacation so that when we're finally out of quarantine, you can go where you've always wanted to. Maybe it's finding the help you need to recover and find health. Maybe it's learning the skill you need for your dream job. Maybe it's just keeping the fridge stocked and promising that you'll learn to cook a new recipe for the next time you can finally have a dinner party. Whatever it is, maybe, just maybe, if you can take that leap of faith every once in a while, you'll find yourself singing of the change that you hope to see. of the world that you want to live for, the future you want to leave behind you. And maybe in that, there's enough joy to feel a little bit like Christmas after all. May it be so. Amen. <laughs>